Hey friend, welcome back to Sweat and Yoga's Love the Skin You're In podcast, where we sweat for a workout and yoga to feel something new. It's been a while, crocodile, eh? I'm glad to be back though. I'm your host, Sanjana Sonnenberg, lover of sweat and all the feels, sitcom junkie, hoop earring enthusiast, and your realistic health and fitness bestie. Basically, I'm here to help you become your fittest self and ditch the no pain, no gain health and fitness manifest we've all grown up to believe is the way. Today's episode is all about them thigh gaps, how to get them, but more importantly, how to stop hating on our thighs in general. Honestly, the question comes up far too often, who taught you to hate your thighs? Well, in today's episode, we're going to focus in the first half on deprogramming that deep need to shrink as a woman, as we all tend to do. Why the strong hate for our thighs? Why? But then the second half, I am going to give you some actionable things to become friendlier with your body and to be able to actually work on them thighs. Alright, as usual, let's start with the three things I am grateful for this week. Um, number one, finally having my house organized-ish. We are in our new place in Germany and it usually takes a while to find places for things or to organize things. So now everything sort of has a place and that's kind of nice. Uh, number two, NAC. It's been instrumental in keeping us healthy throughout all of these this craziness. Honestly, I swear by it. It's amazing. Um, and then number three, good test results. I got some testing done at the doctor for the first time in probably like 10 years. Um, and everything's looking great. So yay for me. Um, and then something I'm working on, uh, getting back to my five pull-ups. I'm back down to one because of how crazy the last little while has been. So getting after that pull-up PR, hopefully soon, that would be great. Yeah. Just my usual reminder that I don't say these things for like to brag or to tell you how great my life is, but to remind you that the little things are worth being grateful for, as well as the big things, and maybe encourage you to pause the show and write down three things you're grateful for and maybe something you're working on. Now on to today's cue. The question was, what are the most effective exercises to tone the thighs? Remember, you can always ask your health and fitness questions in the Google form at sweatandyoga.com forward slash ask. The link will be in the show notes. I will try to get to them on the show as soon as possible. All right, so first of all, I'd like for you to take out a pen and paper. We will do a quick visualization exercise. Wow, that was really hard to say, visualization. Anyway, uh, obviously, shouldn't have to be said, but just in case you're not bright enough, uh, if you are listening to this while you're driving, please skip this part. Do not close your eyes while you're driving. Just, yeah, resume the podcast when you can pull over or you're no longer driving. Otherwise, if you're not and you're ready, you can close your eyes and take a few deep breaths in and out. In again and out. 
Do that three more times, in through the nose, out through the mouth. your breath become more natural and less forced in and out and pause and feel your thighs just bring your attention to them notice anything you feel tightness tingliness pulsing Now take your hands and slowly, still with your eyes closed, start to massage your thighs. Really feel into the meatiness of some of the biggest chunks of muscle in our body. Get into all the little nooks and crannies in between the muscles. If you can feel them, isolate the muscles. Maybe even take a second and flex your hamstrings. So the back of your leg, legs, flex your quads to the front of your legs, flex the adductors, the inside of your legs, abductors, aka the outside of your legs. How magical does it feel to feel them flexing? If you have trouble isolating these motions, do not worry. Um, These cues come with time, with practicing that embodiment. Still breathing deeply in and out, just funnel some deep love from your hands to your thighs as you continue to massage them and appreciate them. Deep breaths in, out through the mouth. One more in, one more out. Continue to massage them and think about what your thighs do for you daily. They get you out of bed. They allow you to walk and get food. They allow you to get up and down from chairs, toilets, etc. Now holding on to all of that love for your thighs, for your body, the things it does for you. Imagine if tomorrow you woke up and you had a thigh gap. You had those perfectly toned thighs. What would change about your feelings towards your thighs? Did like a specific picture pop into mind? Whenever you're ready, open your eyes, grab that pen and paper and write down whatever you sort of felt throughout this exercise. So did you feel some emotional discomfort massaging your thighs? 
Did old stories come up for you? Did you envision some particular magazine model that you used to aspire to when you thought about waking up with slimmer thighs? I really want you to like dig deep. What kind of programming can you weave through and uncover from this exercise? Was this something your mother would always comment on about herself? Did you buy tons of magazines that emphasized? I mean, I remember when women's health went through like a phase where it was like inner thighs, inner thighs, um, etc. Like what can you come up with? Like where, where did this dislike for your thighs come from? I know for myself personally, it was a combo of those two that I mentioned. My mother tended to talk about her weight and her thighs she put a lot of emphasis on. And then as I got older and started buying my own magazines, um, like I said, women's health went through like a serious thigh toning phase, like getting rid of the cellulite of the thighs. And and as someone who's fairly bottom heavy, we will get to why in the second half, this made me feel like I needed to lose weight to become a better woman. And like, really, is this this why you're doing this? Um, It's totally okay there's like no judgment from me whatsoever if you think that your life is going to be better if you have toned thighs i'm going to give you tips and tricks to get more toned thighs in the second portion i just am here to make you think a little bit like when you think about your thighs do like and your hips i guess do they need to be stick thin right like think about the fact that we need our thighs and our hips like the girthier the better for like bringing a child into this world so doesn't it seem a little ass backwards i mean again these are just some food for thoughts and you know like that's what i'm here for that's what i'm around for to make sure we know why we're working out or dieting or whatever it is that we're doing why we're changing our body why we're doing things this way because now that i've evolved past you know my programming in that way i see it as like i would rather have a little bit of fat but have like strong thighs than be stick thin frail and you know like the other day i fell off a treadmill Uh, i wasn't paying attention i was on one of those ergomatic treadmills and i stepped on the there's like a lip underneath it i was talking to somebody i looked over i went to step off of it the treadmill it sort of moves on its own and moved a little and i went flying and honestly i got thick thighs I'm like it they smacked real hard into the machine behind me like the whole gym looked it was like shook the floor but I got up I got a couple bruises and I'm good that might have broken someone with more frail thighs so are we trying to make them disappear are we trying to make them more muscular what's like the I want I just want to get clear on why we're doing what we're doing and again zero judgment for whatever reason you want to do this for it just becoming a little bit more mindful and understanding that unfortunately as women we've been taught to disappear a little Before I jump into part two, I wanted to let you know about my free fitness library. If you're here, you're probably into the fitness and health things, I'm guessing. Wild guess. I don't know. Maybe. And this library has got several clickable yoga programs, some checklists, cleanses, and even a few free weeks of workouts so you can become the healthiest version of you. And it's all free. To grab the link and the password, head to sweatandyoga.com forward slash free 
resources. The link will be in the show notes. Don't forget to grab it. Be at the bottom. Okay, on to part two. Part Savai, how to physically change them thighs. Let's start with the fact that there's definitely some genetics involved, some genetics, some environment, things that are hard to change. Uh, There's a few different genetic and environmental components that could play a part. Um, But one of the things that I've noticed with a lot of my students and particularly, I mean, I probably notice it because I have dealt with it myself. All of the women in my family deal with this pretty heavily and it is estrogen dominance. My literally both sides of my family, both my dad's side and my mom's side, all of the women, pretty heavier set lower bodies like hips and thighs as a result of estrogen dominance. This tends to add weight in that area. Whether that's because of iron exposure due to living in the iron factory capital of Bosnia, that's for debate at another time. Whether I like it or not, that is what my body gravitates towards when it's stressed. That is what my body, that is like it's homeostasis. It's like safe place. If it wants to like mess with shit, that's where it's going to go. It's going to go towards the estrogen dominant. Uh, due to some testing I did recently, and again, like I mentioned time and time again, I greatly encourage you to go get your panels done, to go get things. Just even like if you don't, if you feel good and everything's good, just to like understand what your levels are and where you're at and where happy healthy is. Um, But yeah, so due to some testing I did recently, as I mentioned in my three things I'm grateful for, um, I know that for me it is specifically that estrogen is high um, because progesterone and estrogen kind of work in a symphony for a lot of people uh it is actually for like a lot of people sometimes it's the lower level of progesterone and that exhibits as estrogen dominance even though estrogen is at a normal level for myself that's not the case it is actually that my progesterone is perfectly fine it is just my estrogen that's raging so so what does one do to combat that Remember, I, I mean, I have to say this disclaimer because I do believe it, but also just because remember, I'm always here to guide you and help you tune in and listen to your own body. You're driving your own vehicle here and responsible for your own health. If you have specific healthcare supplements and diet plans with like a practitioner, please check with them before jumping in and changing things on them because that might screw up your progress and screw up the way that things are going. So, Obviously, in an ideal situation, you would work with a naturopath to check all of your hormone levels and make sure you're doing all the things right. But as I've also mentioned several times in the past, when I first started to get healthy, I didn't have the resources to spend hundreds and hundreds on blood work and consults. So I will share some things here that, to my knowledge anyway, do not hurt. They are references to real food. So, you know, taking them is less dangerous than like taking Tylenol insert a sly smile from me there (laughs) anyway recently i got asked what do i do to combat estrogen my specifically my estrogen dominance and i want to address it more fully on a pod probably in the future but basically to sum it up eat real food support your liver and eat real food um so to support your liver and 
there's a lot of chemicals and a lot of like our bath and body products and things like that that do stimulate that estrogen dominance uh so ditch as many chemicals as possible so that your liver can kind of detox at a much easier rate um like girl that bath and body works butter may smell hella good but that smell is messing with your estrogen hard eat things like carrots in particular since they're great at uh, removing extra estrogen same with uh bamboo shoots and bonus, uh, if you have these every couple hours or so, you can balance your insulin and that in turn can help boost your progesterone production, which, you know, will even out that lever there with the estrogen and progesterone and don't overstress yourself. And yes, that even means overexercising and undersleeping, skipping meals, etc. And then lastly, you can always try things like adaptogenic herbs like uh, ashwagandha and turmeric, I believe, are the two that have been, that have shown to be um, pretty helpful in estrogen dominance. So again, there's a lot more to be said for estrogen dominance and what I do specifically, but those are some key things to take away and to try and implement. You're not going to go with real, go wrong with real food, right? Like the less ingredients a package has, the better it's going to be for your system because your body's going to recognize it and be able to detox it if it's something that it doesn't want, right? So that being said, I've said my piece on the genetics, on the estrogen dominance. Now for the actual exercises. Much like above, the ideal situation is you seeing me or another instructor in person. But if that's not an option, here are my suggestions. I would say one of the biggest things that are missing when the health and fitness bloggers and trainers, etc. talk about all the thigh toning is that oftentimes we're sitting on our butts most of the day. And even when we are walking, we're not paying attention. We are so detached from so many of those lower body muscles and our circulation is abysmal. Is that the word Joey uses in friends? Abysmal. Monica, your pies are abysmal. Um, anyway, our circulation is abysmal. If you weren't driving and you did that exercise at the start of the podcast, how did it feel to actually flex those muscles and connect to them? Could you flex them? Again, like I mentioned at the beginning, no shame in not being able to. It's just something to work on, something to become aware of. So the first thing I address is circulation, proprioception, and interoception. Uh, proprioception is awareness of your body in space like if you close your eyes you can still like feel the couch feel the space around you you know like if you reach your hand up to touch your nose you're not going to overshoot it type thing Um, and then interoception is the awareness of like the internal happenings of your body so um, if your stomach is gurgling your breathing your breath things like that because if you cannot actually fire the muscle you want to tone and feel that muscle specifically yes you can reduce the fat around the muscle by uh, doing an overall fat reduction but you won't be able to build it to make it pop and also additionally if the other muscles take on the job of that muscle because every muscle is not like they're not just there for funsies they have jobs and if the other muscles take on its function because it's not functioning you and you continue to do things like heavy lifting and stuff like that you cause injury to the surrounding muscles because well they're feeling the abuse so the first thing the first first thing is to gain some circulation some self-awareness and 
So you should be doing some self-massage either with your own hands, with a foam roller or a yoga tune-up ball. Work on using the feedback from your hands, foam roller, etc. to flex and relax the muscles you're trying to tone. So if you're working on inner thigh, see if you can like flex and relax without flexing the outside of your thigh. Uh, like does it function? How can you do that? Etc. Etc. Um, if you're working on quad, same thing, you know, just, just find the muscle that you're trying to isolate and you're trying to do a little bit more connection, like connect to and see what you can do about it, making it actually like pop, do a little dance, make it a little love. Um, yeah, like does it function or is it skating by? Try to massage it until you have some like circulation, some awareness. Bodybuilders, um, especially old school ones are so good at this because they want specific muscles to pop so they learn how to work them in isolation so that when they're walking across the stage with their quads or their obliques or whatever flexed they get the extra points from the judges it's kind of cool um i don't uh support bodybuilding like in the way of women doing it and um to like the point of losing their periods and the extreme ups and downs but i do think it's actually super cool to watch and I, I, I would say I watch the men's ones more because their muscles are a little bit more pronounced. Um, and it, it's just very interesting to me. Anyway, once you've reconnected with the thigh muscle, you want to tone. Now it's time to do some lifting. Um, while most coaches like to pick a lane and stick to it, like i.e. hit workouts, heavy lifting, Pilates, etc. I think you kind of need to marry a lot of them together to get the most out of for lack of a better word your spot reduction um since you have the awareness of the muscle you want to tone now go with some heavy compound moves um now heavy is relative so for some people that might be body weight for some people that may be five pounds um for some people it might be 100 it's a what whatever your range is that's fine um but the heavy compound moves will expel more energy and keep you burning throughout the day just remember we want our body to produce progesterone so make sure you fuel properly afterwards um, because if you're doing all this work and you're just depleting your body and you put yourself in a stress state you're actually doing yourself a disservice so anyway so using the example of inner thighs something like lateral lunges skater squats or curtsy lunges all done with some quote unquote heavy weight again relative could be body weight that's fine um and then something like a three by three works so three sets of three reps around 80 to 90 percent of your max once you've completed that um doing an isolation burner like a side lying um inner thigh lift uh, and usually going until you burn out or you feel your form failing. So if you start to feel your foot turn inwards or it becomes more of a quad movement or uh, worse, a full body move where you're just using like momentum to swing the leg up and down, then it's time to stop. Um, it should be like a slow and controlled isolated movement. Doing a workout like this, maybe two, maybe three times a week, uh, but don't push it, sister. If you haven't had the time to recover, don't do it just for the sake of doing it. Remember what I said about estrogen dominance. Stress is a huge factor. And then lastly, continuing to make sure there's circulation in the area throughout the week so your body can get fresh blood and oxygen to the muscles so they can recover. This could be done through some intentional walking daily, 
like now that you know how to fire that muscle as you walk you can intentionally fire it when it needs to be fired just all around having that awareness maybe you know when you reach for something and you step towards something making sure that your thighs are moving like in sync in a way that they should be rather than you're just flinging your leg over to that side because that's where you're going um obviously an overall uh reduction due to diet and lifestyle is beneficial but i shouldn't have to say that at this point because every fitspo on the gram has mentioned at least once that abs are made in the kitchen hashtag fitness so yeah there you have it spot reducting them thighs Anyway, friend, so we have come to the end of this chat about thigh toning, the good, the bad, the ugly. Summary being, why do you want to tone your thighs and are yours really functioning? Honestly, as usual, finding ways to actually connect to your body and how you are feeling rather than beat it up is going to serve you oodles in the long run. So thank you for joining me here today. I hope you got some useful takeaways here. All the links I talked about will be in the show notes, the show description. Make sure you subscribe so you know as soon as new episodes are up. And share this episode with a friend if you think it'll benefit them so we can all get healthy in a realistic way and love the skin we're in. I'd love for you to take a moment and let me know what you think and what you'd like to see more of on the show by either filling out the Google form, sweatandyoga.com forward slash ask, or writing a review. Catch you next time, friend. Thank you.